He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about the good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Yes, indeed. He's singing a sunshine song. Sunshine song. Sing a sunshine Hold on a minute. Put a treat back in there. Singing a sunshine song. Did I get it right that time? That's a hard uh, couple uh, words to get in there, Howard. It's like she sells seashells on the seashore or something like that. Singing a sunshine song here this morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Temperature moving up a little bit. Um, was, it's not foggy out there anymore, is it, John? Fog gone? Foggy. It's the better, it's the better GGY, uh, you know, God. at the end. <laughs> 69 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 68 at the Highlands. 66 um, on the pool deck in my backyard, my son's backyard. And what do we have here, Bob? We are at uh, 66. 66 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Look forward to be a mixture of sun and clouds, mostly sunny. Some clouds will be mixed in in the haze throughout the day. Spotty rain showers possible this afternoon, according to Adam Fike and Storm Tracker 7. Temperatures into the mid-80s, upper 80s maybe. And as Mr. McCabe just said, it's going to be muggy today, another muggy day. It was muggy yesterday, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, you know, We had a couple of really pleasant days uh, this past week. And then, uh, man, the last couple of days. Well, yesterday was really hot and muggy. Yeah. Yeah. We went to, I meant to mention this at some point, maybe with Hoppy or something. We went to Grandpa Joe's candy store. Have yeah. you been there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. Don't, don't, well, don't go with an eight-year-old. You, you don't go with a wallet full of money because you'll come out with none. Yeah, because you no spend doubt. a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you know, Granddad says to Teddy, no matter what, oh, whatever you want. But even Granddad finally said, no, that's enough. That's enough. We had candy, and I bought bunch of the old-fashioned soda pop those are what three bucks a bottle or something like that something like that yeah buy five get one for i don't i don't even know what i didn't all i know is what the total bill was and it was it wasn't it wasn't cheap but we had all (laughs) kinds of candy and uh, it's it's a nice addition to center market uh it really does bring down you know every time i walk down there for lunch or you know we went to the greek fest or anything there's always families inside and out you know just it's it's a nice new addition i was amazed at the middle of the afternoon yesterday probably around one o'clock maybe i mean the place was packed mm-hmm. I, I mean you had to stand in line to get to you know get check out and you had to kind of work your way around it was a, it, the place was absolutely packed families kids adults i mean it was just it's a really great addition now bob you weren't particularly impressed you said right well i uh I mean, I'm not going to say I was impressed. I, I, I bought some things, and, and like John said, I've been in there twice, and both mm-hmm. times there's been families in there. Just, you know, I, I, that's a destination I think people really want to get an enjoyment taking kids in there. Uh, you know, you, there are very – let's be brutally honest about it. In Wheeling in particular, but it really in the upper Ohio Valley, there are very few times in the middle of the afternoon you go into a business where it is packed yeah. it, it, these days. I mean, Christmas time maybe, but mm-hmm. I, was, I was just amazed at – how many people were there? Yeah, yeah. It's it it's really just a nice. I mean, it, when you think about it, and you know, I think it's always kind of neat. That's where Dad's Sweet Tooth used to be once upon a time. Once upon a time, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it really is. You know, then we had the Smart Science Center, so 
whatever it is about that corner, it, it kind of fits well with kids and families. So, um, you know, I, I think Grandpa Joe's is, uh, you know, once you get past this early, every, and, you know, it's a new business rush, you know, hopefully people will continue, continue to, yeah. to go down and patronize. Or patron. Patronize, patronize. Buy stuff. I don't want to patch. Yes, just buy stuff. Go down yes, and I'm, buy stuff. Go down, go down and buy. <laughs> go down well, and buy stuff. Spend your money. Yeah, you know, uh, Teddy's. Uh, I got home from from work and I said, you know, Teddy, do you want to? Because we had him during the day yesterday. Uh, and I said, Teddy, you know, you, you want to go out to get something to eat? You want to go? I want to go to the candy store. You yeah, didn't take him for Louis hot dog. Don't you want to go to? Oh, I understand. You were there. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody so, was there but Howard. We were supposed to go and have hot dogs. No, B- business had, comes first. You Alex. had to go with other people, business people. <laughs> you told me McCabe was there. That's become a big hangout place. That being we're referring neighbor to pack too, weren't they, John? We're referring to yeah. Uncle Pete's. I mean, yeah, that's no. If big. you uh, if you want to know what's going on, there's about a handful of five, six gadflies that hang out there every day, and you go at lunchtime, and they'll tell you everything, everything they you. think's going on, whether it's true or not. <laughs> Did you try Louis' hot dog? I did not. You know, uh, I saw it on the menu. Didn't think much about it. Had a had the prime rib sandwich, which was really really prime good. Prime rib bogey. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is oh, really good. Wow, man, <laughs> I mean, that is, it was it really is. good. Yeah. It was almost too much. I mean, for, no, for no, no, no. I literally I came back to work and I was just like, I need a nap now. Well, you know, that's, that's that's that that doesn't mean too much. That means it was a good sandwich. And I know when you have work to do, and I had a lot of work to do yesterday oh, afternoon. Okay. So. Yeah. You had you had the Louis hot dog, Bob. Well, yeah, they can't call it the Louis. Very good uh, chili dog, I would call it, but th- there was no mustard and there was no onion. So to call it the original Louis dog. Well, you could get. I saw people sitting next to me had it with mustard and onion. And John, I'm really funny about that, and I negotiated with our server because that's what <laughs> I was going for. And then she said, "Well, I'll bring you the mustard in a side dish," and that's where she lost me because I can't huh. see it. I, I can't see the mustard. You know, that's funny though <laughs> that's because right. you literally don't like to see the, the, the people sitting next to me had it on their hot dog, mustard and onion. Right on top of their hot dog. And I wonder why she, you know, maybe it was just a miscommunication with Well, and and again, being the weirdo that I am, if they would put the mustard on top, I wouldn't have been able to eat it. It's got to be buried. I can't see Ah, it. You can't see it. It's got to be hidden. It's got to be hidden. Is it something it's, with the yellow color of it's it? It's got to be light. It's light mustard. mustard. Light just, mustard. Yeah, but but huh. to get that original Louis taste, you got to have a little mustard on there, whether you like it or not. Just don't look at it too close. All right, but so it, maybe it wasn't the original Louis dog, but it was a good hot dog? It was a very good hot dog, but without the mustard or the onion, you can't really call it the original Louis hot dog. Just a chili dog. It's a chili. Very good chili dog. Hmm. Very good chili dog. Did you just have one? I just had one, but I had some soup. Oh, I know why you. But on a soup one. kick out there too, Howard. They have great soup. They do have soup. I, that's yes. I, whenever I. Yeah, their bisques are very good. They're tremendous. Yes. It's one of the things. It's it, sometimes, frequently, we look and see what the specials of the day are. Mm-hmm. Uncle P's soup we might want to pick up for dinner, and the first thing I look at is what kind of soup do they have, and if they've got some of the bisque. Uh, you know, lobster bisque, they have a shrimp a mm-hmm. chowder, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. While we're giving Uncle Pete's a free plug here, I might as well tell everybody, if you don't have time to go in and sit down, their takeout is the best in town, too. So try that if you don't have enough time to go Yeah, in. and as I often say, they are not sponsors of our show, but they should be. After this, they yeah. definitely should but, be. Uh, you, but you're right. One of the reasons Nancy and I go frequently uh, is because it's a – of course, it's in our neighborhood, so it's quick. Mm-hmm. It, place an order. Drive right over, bam! They're right out, and they pick it up. And yeah. you know, I mean, it's just it's you're outside in ten minutes, and you're ready to go. And yeah. the food is hot, and yeah. So, yes, they should be. Uh, but we are not charging you for these commercial. This is as a commercial. It's just that uh, it it um, they are really good. They're really good. 
917 here on the Watchdog Morning Command. Temperature moving up. Uh, since we just started, I've watched the temperature gauge at my pool deck go from 67 to 69. Now it's over 70. Just a comment here, just looking at it. Walk, walk. So it's going to be a hot and muggy it's day. It's going to be a warm muggy That's day. Sure. Hey, um, before I get to the news of the day, uh, let me just... Let me just, uh, I, I appreciate you coming to my birthday party. Oh, you're welcome, Howard. Howard, it was, uh, it was my pleasure. I had uh, some family commitment Sunday, and I was driving back at about 85, 90 miles an hour to make sure I got there in time. But, no, it was, uh, it was my privilege to, and pleasure to, uh, to join with your family and wishing you 70 long years, uh, <laughs> and, but seem very short, I'm sure, yeah, uh, they, on, on this earth. They do. They, they, they certainly do. But I thank you. I appreciate you coming. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Bob was stuck with the Italian festival business. Otherwise, he would have been there, yeah. too. And it was just it was a nice get-together. But it's always good when, when even your closest friends, you know, I'm your friend, but you know, you've had people that you've been friends with for 40-plus you know, plus years, like Mike Welling. And, you know, Mike says, I'm so glad that you're bringing Howard around to the right hey, way of thinking after well, all these years. This, it's, I told you. I mean, Mike is very clear about it. And, you know, it's nice when that affirmation comes. There is no question. The editorials in the newspaper have taken a different approach. And See, no, the editorials haven't changed. Your mindset has changed. They have been so you're moving a little bit further this way. Let's be honest about it. You have begun to see the light in our Friday gatherings. From our old TV show to today, you begin to see the light a little bit. I feel like I, you know. Whatever you need to do to sleep at night. If, I, you if yourself, I have buddy. a legacy I can leave, it's that I've helped McCabe see things better. You have. And before you guys get in, I'd like to ask John, did you spend any time at the Italian Festival? I did, yes. I was Our, there Friday at lunch and then again Friday evening. The consensus, again, I'm not picking on anybody mm -hmm. here, but the consensus is it might be on its last leg. Are, are, are you getting you that know, vibe, John? It was, I was surprised Friday, both times I was there. You know, the Friday lunch crowd is usually pretty good, and it wasn't bad. Friday night was was not as busy as I thought it would be. Um, but it was really hot Friday, and you know, and I, I think some people might have stayed away. You know, it's, it's like anything. This is year 40 of the Italian festival. Um, you know, events like that, you know, I look at our race. Our race has been going on for 45 years now. You know, it's constantly being reinvented because you have to. You know, if we just did, if it was just, you know, the LB's distance race that turned into the Ogden Half Marathon, you know, the, the 20K Classic and then the Half Marathon Classic, not many people would probably still take part. You know, it would be, you've got to, you know, adding the Tough as Nails Urban Challenge was a big win. You know, adding all the 5K events, adding, you know, more kids events. It, you just, you know, constantly have to reinvent what you're doing. And I think that's, you know, if, if I were advising the Italian Festival Board, that's what I would say is, look, in the year 41, we've got to come up with a different approach in how we're thinking about the festival, the entertainment, the offerings, you know, the food. I think one of the things that I know I heard from people and, and saw myself is that, you know, outside of that little corner of Little Italy, in essence, down by West Banco Arena, Everything else was just fair food, you know. It was just you know fried vegetables and chicken you on a stick. You could see it at any, at any yeah anywhere any you go, any festival, any county yeah. fair, you could go get that. And you know, and and people like that, I'm yeah. sure. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, one of the things that always made this festival neat was, you know, and, and it's given it such longevity is the is the deep ties to the Italian the community. Of yes, the Italian exactly. Yes, exactly. You yeah. know, like you go to the one in Ferm or in uh, Clarksburg, they have a big festival there as well. And I've been there in a couple of years, but you know, they still do 
you know, homemade spaghetti making and, mm -hmm. and do it right. So they're, you know, and that's what they almost need to get back to in a way is how do we get back to more, uh, and, you know, more of an authentic feel. And it's hard. I mean, you know, people are, are fickle and events come and they go. Uh, this one, you know, this one's been a 40 year staple now. Um, and, you know, they just need to really sit down and think about how they make it better for next year. And like anything else, how do you reinvent it for, I don't want to say a new generation, mm -hmm. but you know, Bob and I used to go, uh, 20 years ago, we used to go every Friday and right. had our routine. Well, that was 20 years ago, right. and I don't go, and Bob was working that day, I mean, uh, at the festival, but, so it, uh, well, he didn't avoid the Bud Light while he was there, <laughs> while, but at any rate. Uh, but Hard to do. You, you, I mean, what do you do to, to make it, I was there 20 years ago all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not there. On the, how do you do, what do you replace it? How do you make it something new, yeah. different for a younger generation? And may, maybe you don't. And, and you know, and the younger generations are different. You know, I mean, you think back 20, 30 years ago, you know, the the Italian heritage and the, you know, the, uh, we see it with, you know, I guess what I'm getting, we see it with the Polish American Patriots Club. You mm -hmm. know, very few members now. That used to be a very proud Huge. organization yes. yeah. uh, in South Wheeling. And, you know, uh, younger generations aren't quite as invested in their heritage because they're not that first-generation Italian or first-generation Slovak or whatever it might be. Um, so, you know, how do you take this festival and, and you know, again, keep it, keep it what your traditional user wants, but also you know, maybe use it at educational time for, for younger people who may be, you know, getting interested in their ancestry. I don't, it's, a, it's a tough challenge. It really it, it is. It is, and... When the Italian festival got started, and for much of its career, it was the only game in town, or one of only right. a few games in town. We have reached the point now where every weekend in the summer there is something going on, and they all are somewhat similar to each other. They're well, all you have, again, you have the Greek fest going on, you know, the Grecian food fest time. going at the same time. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's good or bad. And their headliner uh, had health issues. I yeah. mean, I've heard more people say probably that's why they weren't going down because he had to cancel out. Yeah. Speaking of Donnie Iris, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they had, like John said, my observation was the Italian festival helps the Grecian festival. The Grecian festival does no favors for the Italian right. festival. Because what I'm seeing, John, people, instead of staying at the Italian festival all night, now they're going down to the Grecian festival and finishing up down there in the evening. Yeah. And we're only a handful of weeks away from the Lebanese festival. Yep, it's, Marajan, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Marajan. Yep. It's uh, August, what, 23rd, something like up that, at, I think. Up uh, at, well, it's not Camp Russell, but, you know, right, Levinson Shelter. Levinson yeah, Shelter. Yeah. yeah, I saw uh, some people out in the Woodsdale area, actually out National Road uh, by Wheeling Park, putting out uh, Lebanese festival mm -hmm. signs yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I got thinking, I wonder if <laughs> Dalton Hawes. Yeah. Where's Dalton Hawes at? Yeah. <laughs> Chain him yeah. up. I see the two of you caught on that pretty quickly. That's, that was my. I don't have any signs missing. You know who to call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's take a break. Uh, John McCabe is here. It's our Friday roundtable. Uh, we should talk about some of the local news of the week as well as uh, just sort of kicking a couple of stories around here. Anyways, 924 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. 
Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000-614-470-2000. Everyone appreciates the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Even Governor Justice. Howard, you're a good man, and I appreciate all you do every day. Thank you, sir. Weekdays, 7 to 10 a.m. on The Watchdog. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the Watchdog trusts. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red firelight. Once it's Friday afternoon, Friday mo- late Friday morning, huh? <laughs> once again, uh, the theme of the bumper music today is songs that once were hits and popular and are now cringeworthy, that now make you go, ooh, really? That, yeah, you shouldn't play that. And that certainly falls into that category, Bob. That certainly falls into that uh, into that category. Please, no text or calls or complaints. We are doing this as a <laughs> as a parody, if you will, just pointing out how times changed. Things that you, we once, we started out with a, my best example, you know, you're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine. You know, that, that was a big deal when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, you know, the idea of picking up the 16, 16 in blue jeans, remember mm-hmm. that song? You know, yeah, can't, no, can't do that anymore. And shouldn't, don't get me wrong, and we shouldn't, but it's just how times have changed. 928, we're looking at uh, 70 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. A 70 at the Highlands, 72 now, uh, my pool deck in Elm Grove. And what do you have here now, Bob? Still 60. Uh, let's take a look. 69, Howard. 69 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Did you hear Hoppy Kirchwell earlier this morning? 
I did not. Had him on, uh, talking about the Bob Huggins story, uh -huh. but, but he began by pointing out, he's up here frequently in Wheeling. Sure. And um, he, at least, he said, look, I know that you people you hear complaints all the time about the streets of downtown Wheeling. He said, but when I drive those streets, I think progress is being made. Yeah, yeah, that's, and it's such a good point. It's hard to see when you're, when you're driving them every day and your struts and shock absorbers are you know, dying by the second because <laughs> of the ruts and the bumps and the holes. But, you know, it really, if you can look past that, and it's very hard, and look past the orange barrels and the holes in the road, um, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of good going on. There's a lot of things to be optimistic about. You know, we have a letter to the editor in, in tomorrow's weekend edition uh, from uh, Bob Trebanic. We've got a lot of people here now mm -hmm. in Wheeling, and um, yeah, I'm not going to spoil Bob's letter fully, but, you know, he really does uh, make a good point on some of the things the city of Wheeling or, or the state, but this probably should be a city project, um, should be doing and thinking about so that when you come downtown, you're not just seeing the construction. You know, he used the example of, you know, uh, people coming to the TBT and how nice, you know, you know, in scenario A, people come down to the TBT, you know, come downtown and, uh, this is horrible. This, you know, what is this? A third world country type type mentality. You know, scenario B: people come through the tunnel, uh, come downtown, and you know, are greeted by banners and signs and information as to, hey, we're a city under reconstruction. Right. Here's how many bricks are going in the sidewalk. Here's how many tons of gravel. Here's how many flowers are going to be planted. How many trees, etc., 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 and really start to set, you know, the stage for what's coming, as opposed to just making everybody. Uh, you know, continue to be mired in, in you know, this mess. So I, I thought it was a really nice approach and a, a smart approach to think about, you know, um, you know uh, for those people who get Lifetime Achievement Awards for different reasons. You know, these, these are things as you're in your last year of well, office, Mr. Uh, Mayor, think about. No, but the Mr. Mayor, we, yeah. we have talked to him about that yeah. uh, on, on and off the air um, and also to Bob Heron about that. And part of the answer I accept and part of it I think they could do more. The answer that I get from the mayor is that it's a state project and they have discussed with the state putting up these kind of signs and the state has, I won't say I said no, the state has basically ignored the request. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually saw copies of the emails sent back and mm -hmm. forth. And, and so, and, I, and that I understand. And, and it, it's the state's byway and so on if, they can't, if the state says no, no. But it doesn't. It seems to me that the city has some property right there sure, coming 100%. off the Fort Henry, for example. And Bob, you and I have talked about it. Uh, uh, we we all have seen the pictures of the streetscape, mm -hmm. what it's going to look like when it's done. Why not a great big diagram of the streetscape? Yes. As it's going to be, and say this is what is coming. That kind of something like that. I you agree know, 100 percent for that. And I think what's going to put spark in people like us that that are in town every day is. When that damn willing end comes down, yeah. when you open that up or you can see the bridge and that's going to be so different. There's a like me. I've never seen that before. You know where that building wasn't there. I can't wait for that. I think it's really going to spark us. Yeah. The vista of the river and the mm -hmm. bridge, whether the bridge becomes usable or, or not, you'll be able to see it. And that's going to be a, that's going to really open up that part of the city. A you know, lot I think well. the other thing, too, is I was walking up from from the newspaper this morning here. You know, at some point now, you know, in the very near future, council, uh, city stakeholders, you know, just the public in general, we also need to start thinking about, you know, 
our downtown has a, a lot of beautiful architecture when you're facing a building. And then you look at those old common walls mm. and how bad they look. And we have, you know, even as I'm coming, you know, uh, up here and you look and you see the health plan and Wheeling Pit, and then you see like where, you know, uh, Howard's Diamonds used to be and that, you know, those, again, buildings have been torn down and you've got, you know, you still see the stairwells and, and dense, you know, what do we do with that? We can't, you know, we, if we're going to have a new downtown uh, and a new look. We need to really start thinking too, how do we, how do we as a community address these beautiful old buildings that have a lot of history to them, but have just been, you know, many of them have been neglected for so long or have had, you know, common, you know, they, they shared common walls with the building next door, which had, which had to be torn down. How do, you know, what can we do? Is it beyond, is it just as easy as painting maybe to help cover it up, which some buildings have done? I think that's, you know, again, well, you there's know, a lot to do, and I know that's a whole different purview yeah, of that project. But but, but, you, but your point's well taken. It, it is, it's two years away before the streetscape's done mm-hmm. which as we sit here and say oh my god two more years it's only two years it'll come and go quick so that's right. you know a question i've been asking in so many different arenas this week what's next where do we go from here what's our yes streetscape great beautiful and i'm not it'll be a huge asset to the city what are we doing to plan for when the streetscape's done and what then then what else is uh, your, your points well taken mm-hmm. and i i'll be curious to read Mr. Trebanek's letter in the yeah. paper because it's something we've talked about here, uh, Bob, over and over again. Uh, just a tiny bit of information would make, at least for, for folks who are not from here. Now, listen, we all know and half the people don't believe it's ever right. going to happen, and that's I can't do anything about that. But if you're just coming into town, you're driving through, you, you drive into the city, and before you hit all those orange barrels, you would see a giant picture of the actual streetscape and say, this is what's being done. Mm-hmm. I think it would go a long way to um, to ameliorating the concerns. You know, and, and I know people do get frustrated, but, I, you know, I, I just was reading something last night. You know, students uh, uh, you know, obviously are a big part of Morgantown and downtown. You know, the state's shutting down part of Willie Street, like in, here in the next couple of weeks, right, right when school starts. Really? So, yeah, and, you know, for to do work that mm-hmm. needs done, you know, Morgantown streets are in bad shape as well. But you just, you know, every city is dealing with it. You know, infrastructure in West Virginia has, has, is pretty bad. We should feel, you know, again, even though it's not easy, we should feel, I want to say, lucky um, that, that we're where we're at right now. We, I was mentioning to Hoppy, you know, in all my years of covering council and covering the city in general, I have never seen the amount of activity that we have going on right now. Sure. And, yes, the, the, the downside of it is the streets are – are chopped up and traffic is rerouted. You can't get down 16th Street some days, and you can't. You know, I, right. I get all of that, and that's 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 a hassle. Uh, but construction is a sign of progress, and there's more progress being made right now than there has been for a, a very very long yep. time. And and we just have to accept that and look to you know where what's what's going to come from. Right. Uh, I I think um, I, you know, I think I think we're on the cusp of something good. What's going to be interesting is this council has a chance to make a little bit more of a difference. It is going to be a big issue for the yeah. next council. You know, every council picks up where the last one's exactly. left off. The streetscape will essentially be handed off. It may not be done, but it will be. Com- it, it will not be the work of the next council. Yeah. What do they do next? That's going to be kind of, and that's, that's going to be something that people like you and I are going to have to focus on when we talk to the candidates when they. One hundred percent. Yeah, you know, we we can't afford as a community 
to step back. And there are, there are people in this town who want us to step back. And, Absolutely. And, and, and I don't think from a standpoint of wheeling, being reinvented and being more than just a place where we all like to live and raise our kids so they can go somewhere else and live, um, you know, we can't afford to just stop and say, well, we're done. We're not going to continue to think about how we improve the city and set the stage again so that, you know, again, as I think we talked last week or the week before, where we're at right now is, you know, almost 30 years in the making. I mean, you, if you go back from Jack Lippard and and, and on, is you know, remember each the people council, the Wolf each, Garage each, each was such mayor, a— Each yeah. administration and council have added a little bit yeah. more to the picture, yeah. and it really has culminated now. Uh, but it's it, it, it there's well, let's hope it's not culminating now. Let's no. hope that it yeah. Let's, it, this is it, it's, I mean, a it's, high, it's come to a high point. It's, it it's slowly has, been increasing. But this, this is a high point. Well, let's hope the high points continue to go. You know, I did some. I think you know, I may have talked about this. I did some math a couple weeks ago. And just got, got thinking about the cost of all of these things, the streetscape, the uh, suspension bridge, mm -hmm. the uh, cancer center, mm -hmm. uh, Doris Apartments. Throw in the I seventy bridges mm -hmm. project. This area in the last, what, four or five years, over a half billion yes, dollars, yeah. over half a billion Percent. dollars of money is being spent on fixing things up. Yes, that and, and that's a giant public investment. It really is public and private. I mean, there's some private money as well as you talk about the WVU Cancer Center and some other things. But, no, it really, you know, I don't know if it was just Wheeling's turn. I don't know if, you know, again, uh, the streetscape, uh, let's go back, This it started, you know, what, Ten now, years eight, ago, you know, maybe more than that. Maybe yeah. you know, maybe 12, 14 years ago, um, and has just you know slowly built to the point now where it's where it's underway. And um, you know, uh, it, but you're right. I mean, it's it's a, it's at least a half billion dollars, billion, not million, a half, half billion, billion dollars. Billion. Yeah. Now that that's throwing in two hundred. Well, that's two hundred plus million for yeah. For half the, of that almost came from the bridges. Work. Bridges, but still, but that's yeah. work that had to be done. Yeah. 939, 21 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. McCabe and I kicking. Well, we're just sort of talking about whatever strikes our fancy, yeah. to be honest with you. That's all right. Uh, not a lot day. of news no. this week, anyways. Uh, but let's see what the news of the day is. Here's Taylor Long at the TV7 Newsroom. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 4th, starting off with a verdict of the high profile murder trial in Ohio County. William Carmen has been found guilty on all charges related to the murder of a Norris tag by a jury. After four days of testimony, the jury declared Carmen guilty of first degree murder, carrying a sentence of life in prison. The jury also recommended that he not be released from jail for the rest of his life. In addition to the murder charge, he was convicted of burglary, robbery and child endangerment. The jury had the option to offer Carmen mercy, which could have made him eligible for parole after 15 years, but decided against it. In the other case we've been following closely for you, the prosecution wrapped up in the Josh Sills rape and kidnapping trial in Cambridge. The chief investigator was on the stand for hours explaining why it took nearly four years to bring this case to trial. If convicted on both counts, Sills could face 33 years in prison. More details and complete coverage can be found on WTRF.com. And a group of Wheeling first responders wore different uniforms last night. The police department and fire department went head to head at the first Guns and Hoses charity basketball game. Both teams have been working hard to prepare for the matchup at West Banco Arena. While it was a fun night for both teams, this game means something more. All proceeds from the event are going to Sergeant Joshua Radish of the Wheeling Police Department and his family. And if you're wondering who came out on top, well, that would be the fire department who won 47 to 41 close game. 
and they used to call it Thursday Wing Night, but now Weirton rallied to make it a celebration of summer and youthful fun. Cars filled multiple parking lots around Kenny B's Bar and Grill as they and other restaurants offered hundreds of pounds of wings free for children. The tailgating was in response to the controversy surrounding wing restaurant Big Shot Bob's in Weirton, whose Facebook post this week regarding cars and their parking lot has sparked controversy in hundreds of comments. Owner Kenny Boyer says the opportunity for a party sometimes just presents itself. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, I've got a gal. She's as cute as she can be. She's a distant cousin, but she's not too distant with me. Oh, Lordy. We kiss, we kiss all night. I squeeze her tight, but we're kissing the cousin. That's what makes it all right. Well, I guess John's cringing. I guess he figured if Jerry Lee Lewis could do it, keeping up with the killer. Oh my lord! Again, the theme of our bumper music today is songs that once were a hit and popular and now are cringe-worthy. And now, yeah, you just go, no, no. What was that? So she's a cousin, but she's not too distant from not me. Not too distant, Howard. They're pretty close. All righty, then. All righty, then. <laughs> Please understand it's all in good fun. And it's all to make a point about how times change. And again, we didn't write it. <laughs> but we played it. <laughs> but we played it. Newspaper editor John McCabe is here with me. Uh, usually on Friday, we kick around some of the Ohio Valley News of the Week. Let me do a couple of like just uh, boom, 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 uh, yeah. you know, fast money kind of things sure. like they do on Family sure. Feud or something. Um, two trials underway here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Yep. Both have been followed fairly closely. Uh, William Carmen. Uh, this is the Mozart murder case. Mm -hmm. He was found guilty yesterday. Yeah, yeah. A jury didn't take too long to come back uh, and, and uh, find him guilty. He faces now uh, sentencing to life in prison for, I think, what was it, a 20, 
2019 murder, 2020? Uh, I, can't I can't remember the year, but just it's been in the last few years. 2021. 2021. 2021. Yeah. So, it's, uh, so there's that. Then there's uh, of course even the more high profile. Carmen, one. before we let Carmen tried on the stage. He, he claimed that I didn't do it. She did it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was. He didn't help himself by testifying. Yeah. That's for sure. His ex-wife. No, she did it. She did it. I just, jeez. Probably I, every attorney I've ever talked to says it's never a good move to put put your to let the the defendant take the stand. But especially someone who obviously wasn't. Uh, I mean, you know. He thought he was going to be smarter than the prosecutor. Yeah, and, don't do uh, that. Uh, no. Yeah, just just plain don't do that. The other trial underway is um, NFL player uh, Josh Still. Um, Sills, yeah. Sills, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, the uh, trial still underway, but yeah. not. I, I mean, it's hard to make a prediction, but it's not looking good. I don't. No, know. those are rape and kidnapping charges up in Guernsey County. Uh, you know, Josh was a WVU played for WVU for a few years. I think finished up at Oklahoma State, uh, transferred out of WVU went. Was from like Sarahsville or something, uh, Meadowbrook High School. Meadowbrook High School. Yeah, um, you know that. Yeah, this is. I mean, no matter what, I mean, this guy, you know, was in, uh, but just finished his first or second year in the NFL uh, with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, and um, you know, is now sitting in a courtroom facing, you know, potentially, I think it's up to about 30 years in prison. And what makes this one a little bit different is uh, this allegations all happened like four years yeah. ago. There's, right. a, there's yeah. a huge gap between when it actually happened and today. Yeah, just judging by the, you know, the testimony over the last two days uh, or so, it's, uh, you know, I mean, anytime, anytime you're sitting there, you know, it, that's, you know, uh, that would be a very, I don't know, um, I'm glad I've never had to do that and hope I never have to. Yeah, well, I mean, there were some questions raised about the way this case was mm -hmm. handled, and uh, there were explanations given for it as right. well. But, you know, four years, long time, and some of the evidence is not available right. and all that kind of stuff. But that trial is continuing, and... Um, yeah, it could wrap up maybe today or next week. Thinking, yeah. yeah, probably today, quite possibly. Uh the bridge to nowhere is getting closer and closer to opening up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Wellsburg Bridge is supposed to set maybe to open this fall uh, officially. Um, you'll be able to – now, I did find a situation the other day. I heard about a situation where it would have been beneficial. Really? Uh, tell, yes. We you mean had, that bridge uh, has some value? It has some value, and I'll oh. tell you why. Now, the value would have been just to save about a 40-minute – you know, 30 or 40 minutes on a bus. Uh, some folks I know uh, went to an event in Pittsburgh, uh, took a bus from Steubenville, coming back – and the the big you know veterans bridge in Steubenville was closed for scheduled repairs. The whole so the bridge was closed. So this bus full of people had to drive down two all the way to the Fort Henry Bridge, over Across onto seven river. and all the way back to Steubenville. Oh, so if that bridge to nowhere had been there, those people would have thought it was the greatest thing ever because it would have saved about <laughs> you know about forty five <laughs> minutes off their drive. But it is getting ready to open, and yeah, they're starting yeah. to prepare for festivities and all that kind of yeah, good stuff. Yeah, you know, and at some point, you know, we all need to do a, a good accounting of just how much money this thing's going to be in the end. How much Ohio, Ohio did pay some, not a lot, uh, but you know, the taxpayers, West Virginia, funded uh, heavily into this bridge, and you know, the benefit I see is, is frankly, to the state of Ohio, not to West Virginia. Yeah, I always say it's a bridge to nowhere. It's not a bridge from nowhere. I mean, yeah. uh, brilliant might actually get some business yeah. from it, but. Um, We'll wait and see what happens. Yep. Um, you you joshed. I hope you were joshing. 100 percent yes. You were joshing earlier about Mayor Elliott getting a lifetime achievement award yeah. from the municipal league. Yeah, the municipal league was here in Wheeling uh, this week. Uh, council uh, held its meeting at Ogilvy to, uh, to coincide with the uh, with the municipal league, and they had a dinner afterward. And uh, the mayor, one of the, you know, it was a pretty well kept secret because the mayor didn't know, uh, was honored with the 
Oh, Lifetime Achievement. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the guy's Mark name Hunt? is. Mark Hunt or Mark, something, Mark like Hunt, something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. And, you know, and it was kind of nice because the, um, you know, as they presented the award, they talked about uh, some of the things the mayor said at his most recent state of the city that, you know, that make a city successful. And, uh, and, and you know, and, and quite frankly, is that, you know, if, if you only pay attention to what's going on in Wheeling, I can understand people have, you know, people have complaints about anyone who's going to be in that role. Wheeling should feel, you know, the residents of Wheeling in many ways should feel very lucky. The, you know, Mayor Elliott, uh, this council, this administration, uh, you know, have done a good job in advocating for Wheeling. Hence, the five hundred billion or five hundred million dollars right. or so we see in construction, and other things. You know, have they made missteps along the way? I, I, I'm, I'm sure we all do. Um, and we've called them on those. Yeah, and you know, and, and 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 he, you know, I know when this mayor has has made them. Uh, you know, he's owned them. Other mayors, you know, say, well, you know, have have not. This one has owned his mistakes, and um, and so you know, I, I thought it was a very well deserved award. You know, again, most cities in this state would would be uh, lucky to have someone who advocates for their city like Glenn Elliott does for Wheeling. And. It is fascinating to me. This is the mayor's first run and his first time as a public office, public official. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a lifetime achievement award. It's like you know, yeah. that's, that's pretty good. You yeah. get your uh, you know first first time. And maybe that's that. where my joshing comes in because lifetime achievement award. Okay, you know, I mean, but you know, I mean, he has been. A, he's been a. But they could have just called it a really, really good mayor award. Really, right? really good mayor award would work fine. Uh, one final thing for the city, and that is. Uh, we now have Howley Field. Chuck yeah, Howley Field yeah. Chuck Howley uh, tomorrow is uh, is going to be part of the uh, the next uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement class. You know, class to be enshrined in, in Canton. Uh, Chuck is a you know Warwood boy um, who uh, you know went on to to plenty of fame. And I think one of the most, as we had in an editorial today, one of the most impressive things about about Chuck is. And, you know, obviously, the, what most people know that he was the only MVP in a Super Bowl from a losing team. But the guy also was a five-sport letter winner at WVU. Five sports, you know, football, wrestling, swimming, track, and gymnastics. You know, you know, he wasn't just a good football player. This guy was an athlete. Right, and as Bob and I said a couple of days ago, if he had never played in the NFL, he still probably was worthy of having the fields named after 100%, him. hundred percent, yes. Yep. All right, John, appreciate it as always. Good conversation. We'll do it again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. 951, 9 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit. Building upon strong traditions. Pioneering medical care. Moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time. You want sports talk? We got the goods all night long. Tune into Sports Map Radio, evenings and overnights on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We are the Watchdog. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. 
Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. can't complain because Bob and I talked about it. I mean, I, 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 I fully and completely concurred. I think I may have suggested it to begin with. And, it was uh, your idea. Uh, we are doing songs that, uh, you know, once time were hits, or at least were played on the radio, well-known, and now they just make you cringe when you hear the song. Things that you just you don't want to hear on the radio. That island girl, she's a big girl, Howard. Yeah, yeah, well, that's uh, better than the big bottom <laughs> girls we had earlier. Or, of course, Elvis and Kissing cousins. Yeah, she's not a distant cousin. But times have changed. That's all I can say. Bob Westfall is here. Things never change. The Big Seven, they're always hard at work on important news stories. Good morning, Bob. Morning, Howard. How's it going for Friday? Yeah, it's, it's Friday. Or as, uh, as uh, some people say, Friday! I hate it when yeah, they never, say that. never said that. I hate never it when they say that. that, but they do that. Yeah, I never said that. Yeah, me neither. Once upon a time, I probably did, you know, 30 years ago. Nope, never did. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when I was, you know, in college, and Friday was like the beginning of, yay! What you cool cat said was, uh, thank God, TGIF. TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Now I'm just waiting to go home and have lunch. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. I'm the same way. Pretty much it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, any, uh, any big plans for the weekend? Uh, no. Okay, I've good. got work to do around the house, yeah. Okay. We were just talking here, John McCabe and I were talking about the Wellsburg Bridge getting closer to opening up, the so-called Bridge to Nowhere. I always point out, Bob, it's the Bridge to Nowhere, not from nowhere. Uh-huh. Well, it depends on which side of the river you're on, isn't it? Well, I'm just, you know, just saying that uh, I keep, it, it looks like it's done. Isn't it done, basically, right? Um, pretty much. I think there's some inspections still going on. Uh, looks like they're, you know, touching up some paint and stuff like that on the bridge itself. Um, we were told the other day, uh, sometime in September. Okay. Yeah, I, so, I, I've driven past it a couple times recently. I've been up that way more more frequently than usual, and mm-hmm. um, looks like it's you know. Yeah, it, I said for, by the end of summer. So yeah. you know, it for some people it'll, it will help cut some time off of their travel. Um, right. I can't. I still don't have any sense of how it could possibly lead to development on the West Virginia side. Maybe on your side, maybe on the brilliant side, there could be um, some. I know they've, uh, there's a group already buying property there by the, um, I guess it would be the um, 
I guess the old uh, Zimnox Coal Company and things like that. So they're already buying up the property. Uh, buildings are coming down. So uh, there is some movement there. Um, but if you just go a little further north, uh, uh, there's all kinds of things right there uh, on the Wealthwork side. So um, I think, um, yeah, I think you've got a good idea. Uh, in addition to that, um, honestly, the bridge uh, and a back road, you can go straight to Pittsburgh. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You know? So, um, so I think West Virginia is looking at a little bit of that. And I know when they were initially uh, gearing up for where they were going to put the bridge, they were talking 7,000 cars a day. Wow. So, okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure they've done I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see that many tr- cars traveling. But uh, like our own Colin Roos, who lives in, uh, in the Fallensby area, you know, he's got to, he travels Route 2. Or he's got to go all the way up to Stewville, come across, and go down Route Seven. Right. Well, this cuts a little. This cuts a lot of time off his trip. So, yeah. so you're going to have some people like that. Yep, absolutely. All right, a couple so, minutes left. Let's see what you're working on today for this Friday edition of the news. All right, Josh. Uh, Josh Sills trial continues in Cambridge. DK uh, Wright and Danny Mayers are there. Uh, we'll have a report uh, noon five six. Uh, he is the uh, NFL player uh, accused of sexual assault. That trial has been underway since Monday. Uh, we are pretty much uh, the only uh, station that's been in uh, every day this week. So uh, we'll have more updating on that uh, as it continues. Um, helping Heroes veterans. Uh, uh, we're going to talk to a veteran who went uh, through a program with Helping Heroes, the fine organization for veterans. So we're kind of excited to kind of spread the word on what they're doing. So Catherine uh, Guyon's got that story today. I'm uh, going to talk to Dr. Pat uh, Patricia Bailey on teen suicide. We're seeing an increase of that uh, even beyond the COVID uh, pandemic days uh, going into this new year. i uh, talk to him about that, maybe talk to her about uh, what parents need to know to uh, maybe uh, help their, their young uh, young children out. So, so we'll have that today. And, of course, our things to do near you will be a Betty Zane's Day, Betty Zane Days in Ferry today. Martin's so we're excited about yeah. that, too. It, uh, to me, that's like one of the first, that's the beginning of the fall festival. That's a good you point. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's one that has been around for a long time. Yeah, since Betty Zane. Yeah, well, well yes, I guess you know, so. You think about it, you know, so. So we've got that, um, and then of course, watching weather. Weather looks gorgeous. Maybe uh, some a little bit of rain here the next couple of days, off and on. Uh, sports, Chuck Halley, you guys were talking about it before uh, you came to me. Uh, Hall of Famer this weekend, so we uh, we talked to his son. So Scott uh, Nolte is putting together a piece with uh, cool. Scott Halley. That'll be good. So uh, be inducted this weekend. Yep. Check all of this out at noon, 5, 6, 10, 11, 5.30, the region-wide show, always at WTRF.com, the award-winning website, and carry Channel 7 in your pocket, Storm Tracker 7 app, the news app set for push notifications, and you will know when the news is first out there. Bob, have yourself right. a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday. You guys, too. Thanks. All right. Thanks a lot. Bob Slider, have yourself a great weekend. You, too. How and are I'll John? talk to you on Monday. Oh, you're here today with Donnie Gilbert. I am. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. A lot of fun with the oh, Donnie Gilbert be, Show. Ooh, that'll be fun. Donnie's on today at noon. I'll see you all Monday. showed fewer jobs added last month, 187,000, than the expected 200,000. But hourly earnings were up by almost 4.5% from the year before, and ABC's Elizabeth Schulze says this could all help fight inflation.
strong. But at the same time, that overall pace of hiring is cooling off. And why that's good for the Federal Reserve is because that could put less pressure on inflation. If employment is so tight, if the jobs market is so tight, that makes it harder for companies to hire workers. They keep raising pay, pay higher and higher. That's good for workers, but that does also put pressure on inflation. Former President Donald Trump will speak to Alabama Republicans today. A new ABC News Ipsos poll finds about half